Tomorrow all the things on earth for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars Living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today there ain't no doubt I stand Got the USA From the lakes of Minnesota All right, welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors with Brought to you in part by our good friends out at the driveway company out in Grimes. If you got home and your car disappeared in your driveway, do you park in an unattended parking spot in your driveway? Well, if you're having those situations, don't put up with that. Call our friends at the driveway company at 515-850-1072. If it's not the Batcave, it's probably a problem, and they can help you with that. They can come out there and get you all patched up. They can level, raise your driveway. They can even pour you a brand new driveway. They can do all, do all that for you at the driveway company, 515-850-1072. They did a great job for me. They will do a great job for you. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Ken, Toby, Jerry, Rob. Good morning, Mountain Man. Hello, Dan, Mountain Man here. Can he come? Sound like Mountain Man. Got a bit of a cold. Uh, uh, Dan, good morning, buddy. Timmy, good morning. Tim Christensen. CD, my buddy in Pennsylvania, Chris, good morning, Charles, good morning, Mudcat Buck, how you doing there, Mudcat, <laughs> Mudcat Rick, oh, I need glasses, Charles, I got glasses, what am I doing, all right, let's see, oh, there we go, hey, that's better, hey, good morning, Matt, how you doing, buddy, Mountain Man is more like, good morning, Dan, how are you, it's, I, it's good to see you on the radio this morning there, Daniel, <laughs> He could have his own calling, you know, it's like, Oh, he's got his own podcast. His own, he's, yeah. He's got his own podcast like and TV show. And, oh yeah. Uh, that's yeah. A mountain man's got it going on type name. Yeah. I, I see mountain man muffins in the future. Oh, mountain man muffins, mountain man muffins, huh. nothing. So satisfaction like mountain man muffins, mm -hmm. yeah. muffins. Yep. It's what's for breakfast. <laughs> mountain man muffins. I love it. All right, so uh, it's time to grab the bull by the horns and own it today. <laughs> That's right. That's for you, Larry Mack. Good morning, Cody. How you doing, Charles? Good morning, Tony. Good morning, CJ. Good morning. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk a lot, a lot about a lot of stuff. Uh, good to be back in the studio. Had a, just an amazing time at the Iowa Deer Classic last week. Uh, thanks, Jeff. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you, man. Thank you. Uh, everybody that came out said they love the show. Uh, they love Larry Mack. Well, who doesn't love Larry Mack? My dog loves Larry Mack. My puppy has been so depressed. <laughs> he just sits there at the top of the stairs because we have the Larry Mack suite and he just sits there and waits for him to come up and Larry Mack's back in Missouri. You know, I feel sorry for my puppy. It's all right, Raven. Daddy loves you. It's all right, buddy. So does that 
bump you down to third now because he loves. Oh, it's Larry. It's Larry Mac, Jenny, and me. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then the kids. He loves the kids. You know, oh, so, so I might so be like, like five or six. Yeah, five or six there. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good morning, Steve. You're you're slipping. I am slipping more ways than one. So anyway, thanks for everybody that came out to the Deer Classic last week and said hi. Said they love the show. Uh, just uh, loved uh, Respect the Game TV. They love Larry Mack. They love Andrew. I heard it all. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. That means the world to us. So we're going to be talking about some stuff today. Uh, we're going to talk about deer issues. And I, um, where's that? I need your attention. And uh, where's that? We need to. I need to. I need to put a a warning out there. Good day, sir. That's not the one. What are you doing? You're fired. <laughs> How many times do I got to fire this guy? Ladies and gentlemen, there we go. Can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Ooh, Scoopage. Scoopage is right. Uh, I had a lot of emails. Good morning, Connie, my mom in Kansas. Well, you know, I got to quit calling her my mom. I'm not that much older or uh, younger than she is. So my, 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 my sister, my, my sister, I don't know. I love you, uh, Connie. Yeah. That's Hilly's wifey. So, uh, anyway. All right. So I got a bunch of, you guys blew my email up over the weekend and, uh, you were taught, we got a situation where there is a, there is legislation that is going through, uh, right now that are, it is trying to go through. I think it got out of committee. If I don't know if it got out of committee or not, to be honest with you, I haven't got that far yet, but I think it, I think it, it's in the process of getting out. But, um, there was a Senator, his name is Mr. Uh, Senator Ken, hang on, Ken Rosenboom. Uh, that put legislation forth that did a couple of things. One, it, it, it was a bill to have uh, major deer in certain areas. It was also uh, part of the bill um, was the fact that lowering deer fines for poachers, for anthraless deer. Now, I got all these emails going, Dan, what is going on? How can you lower fines? And I decided to call the senator and have a chat with him. So we're going to... Um, and, uh, I, I really want y'all to pay attention to this. If deer hunting is special to you, if deer are special to you, I know a lot of folks that don't even hunt that love deer. Okay. We need, uh, we need people to listen to this and you make up your own mind. Excuse me. You make up your own mind and we'll see what's going to enter. Can you shut that door, please? Thank you. Um, and we'll go from there. So anyway, good morning, Steven. How you doing? Uh, we're also going to have Dave Larson on at eight o'clock. Talk a little bit about yeah, Limitech. There's some new stuff out for Limitech we want to talk about. And uh, let's see, there's something else. And then we got uh, trivia and smoking Joe Smeltzer and fishing report and some other stuff. Okay, so there you go. All right, so seven oh seven and some change. And is, am I caught up there? Am I caught up there? Oh no, I'm not. Uh, we did a outdoors Dan respect the game T-shirt. Good morning, Alex. How you doing, buddy? We did at the Deer Classic, and what we did is we'd use that as a fundraiser for me to get stuff for the live auction for the Beast Feast. So I want to thank everybody. Dr. TJ is watching us right now, actually. He bought one. Uh, Matt Stewart, Dr. TJ's buddy. Matt, Matt Stewie Stewart was the one who won the turkey. Uh, we were giving away 200 rounds of 9mm or your choice of uh, turkey decoys, and Stewie chose the decoys, and uh, we went from there. So... Uh, anyway, thanks to, thanks to everybody that bought a shirt. 
appreciate that. And uh, that's going to help some families at the Beast Feast. I really appreciate that. And congrats to Matt Stewart. So there you go. All right, so I, I called and I talked to Ken Rosenboom, uh, who introduced the bill to do a couple things, like I said. One was to have study done on management of our deer herd, which I'm in total support of. Anything that we can do to find out how our deer herd is doing, I wish I was there. I wish, wow, I wish the fines were steeper here in Pennsylvania and jail time. Well, there you go, Mountain Man. I knew you'd be all over that. Uh, part of it was uh, studies to be done by universities and other other entities to check out the management of our deer herd for the bill would be luring the shooting of a naturalist deer illegally from $1,500 to 50 bucks. Now I didn't like that. Okay. And that's what a lot of you were telling me in your emails. Now, now he couldn't have been more nice. Uh, I want to, I want, if you contact a legislator, the first thing I'm going to ask you to do is be respectful and be polite. State your case. Stand, stand, stand up for your values. Do you know, you got to stand up for what you believe in. There's nothing wrong with that. But just remember when you contact a legislator, you're representing all of us in the hunting community. So you need to be respectful. Okay. So I was respectful and, uh, Senator, Senator Rosenboom was very nice to me on the phone. He was very respectful. He let me have my say and I believe me, I talked and he listened and I even kind of well, probably talked over him a couple of times and, uh, he was very, very cordial. Um, and I want to say that going, going out there, um, I'm not saying that this guy's a bad guy. I, I don't want to do that. Okay. But when I, uh, but basically he let me explain my point of view on why lowering any game fines on poaching deer is not only bad for hunters, but it's whole, it's bad for the whole space, especially not all of those that have management issues. Okay. So there's certain pockets of our state that do have a health than other st- than other parts. I, I would think most people listening to this broadcast or watching me on Facebook live would agree with that, you know, but there are so, certain parts of our state, like in areas where I'm at, we're not run by deer. And I tried to explain that to the Senator, you know, we had that hemorrhagic outbreak two years ago. Was it two years ago or three years ago? I mean, we're still kind of recovering from that in certain parts. Every farm is going to be different. It really is. So I, uh, I explained it and, uh, you know, he was, like I said, uh, he was very gracious to listen to my point of view. He said that there are pockets that I would, that are not properly managed. And he said there were certain counties that sold like maybe, uh, you know, this, you know, sold certain amount of deer tags and still had like 500 deer tags that were not filled or well, you know, not, not filled out or tagged. Um, and he thought that that was a problem as for, for some of his constituents or farmers in, in the area. And uh, now if you want to call in and talk about this, you're more than welcome to 244-1350, 244-1350. Good morning, Jeff. Good to see you. Um, he felt that so- farmers should not have to suffer crop damage. Due to- and listen, I love our farmers. I think our farmers are the unsung heroes of our nation. I love farmers. I do. I, I, if it wasn't for farmers, I wouldn't have the deer hunting I have. So I love, I'm never going to go anything, say anything about our farmers. Uh, God bless you. Okay. But I, uh, the farmers that I know, most of them are good conservationists. Okay. They believe in management, not only of the turkey, the pheasant, the quail. I mean, they want co- solid content on their, on their parcels. Another area that Senator Rosenboom, uh, was non-resident, non-resident hunters that come in and lease or buy property they come in here and they buck hunt only. They don't do anything to manage their deer herd and they won't let anybody 
else hunt on that property. Again, I I kind of agree or I see what the senator is saying because I understand I know several people that do do that. I also know several non-resident hunters that do quality deer management, QDMA, and they try to get their buck-doe ratios to where they need to be. Every every person or every farm is going to be just a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but I do understand his point of view because I know there are farm there are leases or non-resident hunters that do that. He he said, "Well, how would you feel about uh, making it mandatory for non-residents to have to shoot a doe or before they can uh, fill their buck tag?" I don't have a problem with that. I said, "There's a lot of states that do earn a buck." Um, you know, throughout, uh, the United States. And I said, if you're a non-resident and you come in here, I don't think that you, you know, I don't think they're going to have a lot of, because they're invested in their property. You know what I'm saying? They're going to want solid, uh, buck to doe ratios, because if you do do that, if you harvest does on your property, you're going to see more mature bucks. I mean, because the buck doe ratio is going to be back down to where it needs to be. That's, solid, that's just solid deer bio science. I mean, that, that QD, QDMA is a big organization that they teach that every year. I mean, you can go to any seminar and see what's going on. Uh, what would be interesting to know who bought the issue concerning to the Senator who brought the insurance companies, you know, Langston, David Langston, buddy. Good to see you. First of all, I'm Langston. I, a matter of fact, I love you, David. David Langston was one of my, is my buddy. And I have to talk to David like I used to. But Dave, when I first started 25 years ago in his business, David Langston helped me a lot. He's when he was with Muzzy and he, and David's been up here hunting. Uh, David, that's a great issue. We, uh, David once said, who brought the issue to the center? Was it constituents or insurance companies? Uh, they can be a very powerful lobby. And you're right, David. I'm going to get to that here in a minute. You're right. Thank you, buddy. I'm, that means a lot to me. David said he missed me too. Um, uh, the insurance companies, I'll just get to it right now. The insurance companies are not really friends of hunters. Uh, and that's not saying they're employees, a lot of employees of um, like Darren, Darren Islander. He's a sponsor on the show. He's a big hunter. He works for American family insurance. So, you know, Darren personally is a solid hunter and he believes in good conservation. I'll tell you this. This is what I know for sure. And I can only tell you what I know for sure, because it's not fair for me to speculate or not have not, not to be able to substantiate something and come on the air and say it. I, I'm not, I don't do that. Okay. But one of the first times when I moved up here, when I, I went to a, a meet the legislators meeting with Senator Dick Dearden and he invited me. I met him down at the Isaac Walton league <laughs> and Darren is the best. Darren, Darren. He is the, he is a good guy. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Ken. Good morning, Timmy. Thank you. I appreciate that. When I went to this meeting at the uh, meet the legislators, nobody knew who I was. I mean, I just got the St. I just came moved up from St. Louis, and nobody knew my ugly mug. And I was able to circle the room and you know just kind of talk and listen. And there was a, there was a, a representative from Farm Bureau. Uh, uh, what do you call him? A, a lobbyist? A lobbyist? Yep. Yeah, he was a lobbyist. So. And I the guy said this verbatim, and I heard him. I sat there and my jaw about hit the floor. He was talking to one another legislators, and he said, if I had my way, I we would eradicate every deer in the state of Iowa. Now that's that's verbatim what the guy said. So the far the the the, the people that the own the the upper upper crust of the insurance companies, the people making the money, do not like deer because of the car deer collisions. It costs them money. So, you know, be very careful when when somebody 
uh, in a, in a, an ownership of a, of an insurance company says they're friendly to deer hunters. They're, you know, cause they're really not, they don't like deer. They don't like deer. Now that's not, that's not the employees. I'm not talking about your agent or I'm not talking about you know, the customer service reps or I'm talking about the higher end monopoly guys up there counting all their money. Okay. Cause I, I, I heard that firsthand and I can say that. So, um, to answer your question, David, I don't know who, if the guy, if uh, Senator Rosenboom is getting subsidized by the insurance he is, I'm sure most of them are. Um, I don't know what's in his heart. I, and I'm not going to say I, and I've had, I had like 25, 30 emails this week saying that there was one of his constituents had gotten, uh, caught illegally shooting deer because he left his crops in and not taking them out till the spring. Uh, be, and he didn't go out and get deprivation tags. He just went and killed the deer and he got cited by the DNR and it's going to cost him a fortune. That's on him. I don't know if this is part of the Senator's train of thought or not. And it wouldn't be fair for me to come on the radio and say, I know for a fact, this is why he's doing it. I mean, is that fair? I'm trying to be as fair as I can. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely fair. 100%. I mean, I don't know. Sides. Yeah. I don't know what's in the man's heart. I, I, all I know is I, th- I do think he's a nice guy. Um, I just think he doesn't understand he's, and he told me he's not a hunter. He, he goes, Dan, I am not a hunter. And, and I will say this for the Senator. He goes, I would like to have further conversation, um, about this. And I would like you to help me with some of these issues. And I told him, I'd be more than happy to do that. I would sit down with him at any time, but, um, we have got to make sure that we are contacting every one of our legislators. Okay. And ask why are you, are you supporting this? Are you not supporting it and why it's a bad idea? Because here's the thing, here's the rub or the crux for me. Okay. If you lower the fines for illegally shooting does, you're opening, you're opening up a can of worms statewide. I mean, it's not going to be County specific, you know, it's areas that don't have enough. Good morning, Parker. Good to see you. Hi, Alex. Good to see you. Edwin. Good morning, Ed. Alex. Good. Susan. Hi. Um, you're going to be in areas that have deer issues that there's not enough deer that they're still recovering or they had hemorrhagic issues. They had, uh, which is ZHDA or blue tongue. If you don't know what that is. Um, or if you have, you know, CWD issues, you, you know, you're going to be in an area. And if you got people in there and they're only getting a $50 fine, a slap on the hand, what is that going to do? They're not going to care. They're just going to go do it. And the problem with poaching is those people aren't doing it for, to feed their families. I had, and I told the Senator this, I said, I had, I had two or three different morning, Bri, I had two or three morning, Tom. Uh, there is, there is a reason politics co- compares to, pro- <laughs> I'm not going to say it on the air, Tom. Uh, so there's, uh, a lot of now the, the, we had problems with poaching down on our, our lease. Um, we found those just laying and I called officer Lonneman. He came and saw him. He took. He took the, uh, information down and he, he's trying to, he's trying to catch them, you know, but we do not need to do anything to people to go out there and thrill kill or poach that that's irresponsible. In my opinion, I just think that's irresponsible and it's not good conservation. It's not, we need stiffer farms for that. If a farmer is here and this is what I talked with the Senator and he agreed with me. He, like I said, I thought he was pretty, I thought he was fair when I talked with him. Okay. I said, Senator, 
All these farmers that, if you are having constituents that are reporting to you that they're having deer problems, do they let people hunt? And he said, not all of them. I said, well, then why, why aren't you going back to them and saying, let's bring a hunter on? I said, we rank dead last in our nation for public hunting access, right? Let's, I know, I know hundred hunters that need a place to hunt. Let these farmers that are having problems with crops and it's not just deer. See, I didn't get into this with the Senator cause I didn't have time. He was busy, but it's not just deer. I mean, you got coons out there. You got other, other varmints that are out there causing crop damage as well. It's just not the deer, but let's, why don't we, why don't we turn this around? Give the farmers more deprivation tags, right? And make sure that they, they have to hire or they have to let five, five hunters come on their property, depending on their farm size, let them sign, let those hunters sign a liability waiver. So the farmer doesn't have to worry about anything about getting sued. If there's something, you know, they fall, get in an accident. There's, I sign waivers on my lease to my farmer. I do that because I want him to relax and you know, he, we got a great relationship and I share my deer meat with him. I bought, and I bought him a gift card. Not to say that, but I go above and beyond for my farmer to say thank you. But we, you know, there's, there's a lot of people out there that are looking for a place to hunt that would be happy to help these farmers out. And here's the thing. Okay. Happy birthday, uh, smoking Joe's daughter. We, Joe's going to be off again. He's in the Randy Munson program. Oh man. Way to go. Smelter. Well, Way get, to go. Way to go. Let's get Jeeves on. Yeah. Man. Good morning. Um, anyway, there's a lot of different things we can do to help areas that need help with hunting to thin the deer herd out than to give the green light and the whistle blow the whistle. So people go out there and thrill kill and just leave deer lay and stuff. There's no reason for that. And I, here's, and I will say this, if there was a farmer that went out there and shot 40 does and hit, didn't get proper de, uh, deprivation tags and they got busted for it, they deserve what they get. I'm sorry. You can't, you can't sit there and break the law and say, I'll do what I want to do and then cry like a baby. If you get caught, it doesn't work that way. See, that's what's wrong with society right now. Do what you want to do. But if you get caught, you're the victim. That's exactly what the hell's wrong with this country right now. And this has got to stop. It's up to us to stop it. So, Ooh, I, did I just say a double? I did. I'm sorry, folks. It just gets me spun up, folks. I'm sorry. I just, I'm sick of it. I'm just, I'm sick of the, the victimization and all this other stuff. Let's work together. Let's problem solve this. Let's do it. So the DNR is benefiting from more tag sales. Let's help the farmers by, you know, coming on there, be partners with the farmers and here we're going to feed our families. We just went through the pandemic, right? We just went through the pandemic and when there was a meat shortage, right? Well, let's fill our freezers. Let's let's uh, let's help our neighbors, give them deer meat, and and help with the crop damage. I mean, there's that's the way we should be approaching this, you know. So anyway, <laughs> thank you everybody. I appreciate that. But it, how do you feel about this? What do you think? I, I really think it's our responsibility. Every one of us listening to me tonight on the air right now, and I've went way too long without taking a break. Uh, it, this is just important to me that we should be contacting our legislators. Don't wait, call, go on their Iowa DNR or Iowa gov. Look up who your local representative is and your local Senator and call, but be polite, be respectful and say, listen, this thing about lowering fines for poaching, it's a no, it's a non-starter. I don't want you doing that. 
They represent us. It's time it's time for us to take some ownership in this, folks. We got to take some ownership in this, okay? All right? Uh, Ken, that's a great point. Ken Center going, we could also donate it to the Hush program, help us stop hunger. We provide hundreds of thousands of pounds of venison to help needy folks in food shelters and pantries and all that other stuff. This could be another way for us to do that. So way to go. There you go. So anyway, all right, let me take a real quick break. I want to hear from you. 244-1350, 244-1350. I want to hear what your thoughts are. This shouldn't all just be me bloviating about it. Come on. Let's get you on the horn and tell, tell everybody your thoughts. Thank you guys. I appreciate that. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right. Welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Andrew and I are here. 244-1350-244-1350. We got a call. Let's go say hi to Jerry this morning. What's up, Jerry? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. What's up? Well, I'm listening to your podcast, and, you know, as a landowner and wanting to hunt deer, I love to watch them, love to hunt them, I like to eat them, but long story short, yeah, call your congressman, call your legislators, let them know your opinion. Get some, you know, there. I think those nice darlings in Washington and your local legislators and congressmen should communicate a little bit more with the DNR. And stay in touch because the DNR, that's their wheelhouse to start with, rather than the general public saying, yeah, I think we ought to do this, or I think we ought to do that. Go to people that that's their start with. Secondly, uh, if a hunter really wants to hunt this location, like years ago, I noticed a farm in the timber, and I saw the animals going back and forth. I just happened to go out by Arlen's house one day. I didn't really know the guy that well. And he was outside. There was a semi pulled up beside the bend. Long story short, the auger broke. I pulled off my coat, my hoodie, jumped in the bend. He and I, with no scoops, finished filling the semi with corn because he wanted to get it to market. Okay, since then, I've not only got a guarantee to hunt his deer haven, which we call it, every year his brother found out about it and i can hunt his brother's ground every year yeah that goes so a long if you way. want to spend a little extra time you know and you really want to hunt a territory get out and visit these farmers talk to them get to know them and you've got a boatload higher percentage down yeah and i've always go out there in july june and july and visit with them instead of the, the opening week you're always going to have a better you know, it's it's kind of you know people look at that like it's being rude. I mean, if you wait till almost opening season, they ask they you know if you get out there in May, June, or July and visit with them uh, well ahead of the season, they appreciate that. They really do. As a farmer, um, they're going to start planting here in the next probably forty-five to days or so. Yep. Drive by the farm. Go out and introduce yourself. Help them with something if you can during the planting season, or taking the crop out in the fall you're going to endear yourself a lot more to the farmer. And once you get to know somebody, take the time. You want to hunt their ground for two or three or four or five or six days in the winter, spend one or two days helping them on their own property and get to know them. There you go. All right, Jerry, I appreciate you calling in. Yep. 
See you later, Dan. Thanks, buddy. Always good to hear from you. All right, let's go see what Ed is up to. We got Ed on the line. Good morning, Ed. How are you? Good. How are you, Dan? Morning. What are you up to this morning? Oh, nothing. I just was uh, wanted to call in about the, talk about that senator guy. Yep. I just how you propose something if you don't, you haven't done your research and actually researched both sides of it. And uh, I just think it's, you know, if I was a senator and if I didn't know an issue that I was going to propose to some to the community, I would actually do my research and check with the other party. It almost sounds like he he didn't do his job. Well. Yeah, you know, I don't know. You know, Ed, it, I I hear what you're saying, and I agree with you. Uh, he did tell me he was not a hunter, and he he dug back. He said he wanted me to to meet with him later, and you know, help him with some of the stuff. So I think he is open to to to, to talking about these things and stuff. Now he did tell me that that fifty could be amended, and he was going to maybe amend it to two hundred dollars. I don't think it should be. I think it should be fifteen hundred dollars. Whether I do too. If it's a buck or a doe, I don't care. Yeah, if, if exactly. You're out, if you're out there poaching, you're poaching. You're po- yeah, yeah. You're just going to say right. slap on a wrist and ham and go out and shoot something without. There's there like I said. I I mean I already bloviated for half an hour. I I just there's other things that we can do to help farmers yep. and to help them with their crop damage and um the, we it, we need it to be it needs to be a partnership the farmers yeah. need to work with the hunters the hunters need to work with the farmers and if we do that i think it'll be successful i think the biggest thing is you have to get out there and you talk to the people that represent you so find the one in your area like i called and emailed mine he got right back to me and said hey if this comes up i'm gonna uh concern our voice your concern um the other thing i wanted to talk about is when i donate i donated like four or five years this year to hush and the locker said that they were really hurting this year because no one wanted to donate the their deer this year because of the pandemic. Right. So if you get a chance to please donate one deer or how many you can because they were really hurting this year. Yeah, we need to all do. I I know Larry. We all donated deer, and you know we need to do as much of that as possible because that helps a lot of people. We'll never get to exactly. Meet. Yeah, exactly. All right, man. Congrats. Uh, thanks for what you do. I always appreciate you seeing you on Facebook. Dan, have a good day. You too, Ed. Thank you. Good thanks night. for calling in. Two four two four four thirteen fifty two four four thirteen fifty. You want to hop on here and tell me how you feel about all this? I would love to hear from you. So, this is your show. So I'll tell you what, let me get caught up. I'm going to take one more quick break, and when we come back, we'll take your calls, or we're going to find some other fish. i got some fishing reports and some other stuff to talk about, too. We'll be 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. 1350 ESPN, that is right. Uh, big swap meet going on at the Isaac Walton League down there at Waterworks Park today and tomorrow. You get a chance to go see what uh, everybody's trying to, what swag they got to sell. And they said they had a whole bunch of vendors coming in. So it should be a good event. That's staying it today and tomorrow. Go check them out. I was down there last year. And I, I, I sold, I mean, I sold a bunch of stuff. I mean, it was good stuff too. So you, you can get some great deals down there, man. Good morning, Jim. Yeah, the turkeys are gobbling. They're doing their thing. I can't wait. And shut up, Andrew. Andrew's over there laughing at me. Uh, your pain is sometimes funny, Dan. 
Well, I'm funny. sorry. I want to go turkey <laughs> hunting, man. I wish I was going to Nebraska. I mean, that opens up on the 20th. Oh, man. I know a lot of people are sitting out there just there like you. There you go, you. Brett. Brett's going turkey shed hunting and turkey scouting. So there you go. Good morning, Charles. Good to see everybody. Nah, turkey season can't get here quick enough for me. We're going to have Dave Larson on here in a little bit from Game Hype. We're going to talk about Olympic and turkey hunting and all that other fun stuff. Uh, hey, next week, I think it's next week, Gun Talk starts. If you're a gun, if you're a gunny, if you like, if you're into guns, Dave Bloom, the owner of JLM Guns, is going to come on and spend uh, spend a half hour with us and do gun talk. Talk about guns and everything you want to know. It'll be your chance to call in and and ask questions and all that other fun stuff. So we'll have Dave in every month doing that with uh, with JLM Guns. Gun talk. You know, we should do the old rifleman theme. Gun talk. <laughs> what? I like it. Yeah. I'm, I'm imagining it right now. I'm telling you. I I'm, tell you what. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Uh, Smelter's birthday. got a birthday party to go to, so he's not going to be on today. So go see Smelter on Monday. He's got great deals. He'll get you special financing. Probably 0% since I'm not buying it. You know? <laughs> no, And they'll give you great trade-ins. As you get closer to the end of the month, that's the key. You're, you'll get more for your trade-in because they're wanting to get those end-of-the-month sales up. So go in there and do get going and see what's happening. Lauren, good morning, Dan. Uh, boys heading south for some open water action. There you go, Lauren. Go get out there. Man, I can't wait to get my boat. I get my boat in June. I, I'm almost tempted to call him up and say, can you make it earlier? Can you? Can I? But I'm going to be turkey hunting through May, so there's no sense me having a boat sitting around that I'm not going to be able to use, you know? You're going to have a driveway full. No, I'm going to have to find a place to store my stuff. There you go. Or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's another thing, too. I, I'm not going to say where I'm at, but I, I, I'm at a storage place right now for my trailer. It was $44 a month. And I said, that's fine. You know, 44 bucks. It's close to home. You know, that's no big deal. I get an email yesterday. It's going to 57 Really? Yeah, and it's like, okay, now you're going to... Where that's too much money for me just to put a trailer, you know. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking about just putting it behind the house and telling uh, telling the people where the homeowners the <laughs> pack sand. It's your place. You can't have, according to the to the homeowners association, you can't have a trailer in your back. Well, well you know, you I also can't have cars running into your front yard. Jenny and I love the house. We love our house. I, I mean, I I got the office of my dreams downstairs. But I hate that homeowners association. What a passion! Yeah. Well, if they're, I don't think they'll do anything. I think it's just all talk and no walk. Well, I don't know, man. Well, I know one thing: they sure don't know how to pick up nails and bolts. I got a mailbox cluster. I I was all set. I was going to get me a big, largemouth bass mailbox, put it out in front of my brand new house, and then I it, then they said, "Well, no, you can't get your mail at the house. You got to go down down the block to get your mail." It's like really. So, you know, the dog's happy, so he gets to walk when we go get the mail. But I really wanted to put that bass mailbox up or, or a buck. I, I think Jenny would have been okay, but I, I thought a big old antlered buck mailbox would have been kind of cool. Oh, that would have been perfect. I'm telling you. Yeah. Got deer in the backyard. That rod's... That Jim said that's not bad compared to storage ones he's seen. Well, they, All right, Jim, I feel a little better then. I don't know, man. I'm getting cheap in my older age. 
<laughs> oh, okay. I told you about gun talk. Oh, let's let's talk a little fishing. Blackhawk Lake. The lake is open. Uh, a few anglers are picking up bluegills and crappies in Town Bay since it opened up. Uh, crappie are fair. Gills are fair. Lake Wapolo. The lake is open water. Target channel catfish after ice out. Raffman Reservoir. Current lake level is at 904. Recreational pool is 904. The lake is open. Uh, target channel cats along the wind-blown shorelines. Lake Rathman has zebra mussels, so make sure you drain clean and dry your equipment before going to another body of water. Good morning, Roger Wild. How are you, buddy? <laughs> Way goes, I'm looking forward to seeing you in, the, in your kiddie pool on the lawn. Yeah, I, I if you don't know what that means... I, I called the homeowners because they weren't doing what they're supposed to do. And the lady, the lady that I talked to, she's really nice. She goes, Dan, I can't, there's nothing I can do about it. They're not going to let us do anything. I said, you know, how are they going to feel if I get out there in a wading pool this summer with a uh, short shorts, a white t-shirt and a, and a scuba mask and just lay there with saying, stop on by before you buy sign. And she just starts laughing you know, cousin Eddie from Christmas vacation and, and my wife is sitting there doing this cause she's hearing me talk, you know, it's like, am I really going to do that? No, but it was a good threat. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd get a lot more traffic coming your, or you would, or the reverse hey, thing. You know, know. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not as thin as I used to be, but you know, Hey, you know, I mean, you gotta, you gotta stand up for yourself, man. You can't let people steamroll you. That's true. I'm sick of it. You know? Take the bull by the horns. Yeah. Gonna take the bull by the horns. <laughs> Make it your day. Yeah. That's an inside joke on the uh, show. Uh, you can use my barn to store the boat. 20 bucks. The homeowner has unlimited use. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate No, thank you. Uh, Matt's. <laughs> Matt says he'll bring the pool he's in. <laughs> there you go, Stewie. Yeah, we get hey, get Yagi out there. We'll have a pool party. Yeah, I'll get a bigger pool. You know, I, I just I can't stand bullies, man. It just ugh, just drives me nuts. Uh, Big Creek. Well, I'm sorry. I was at Rathman. Catfish at Rathman. Red Hawk Lake. The lakes in Central Iowa are open now. Uh, they said the gills are good, crappie are good. Big Creek Channel. Uh, Big Creek Lake was mostly open water with some ice remaining in the coves as of March 10th. Catfish bite is fair. Bottom fish dead shad from the shore on the windblown side of the lake. Shallower shorelines in the upper half of the lake are the best to target. Uh, let's see. The uh, Des Moines River, Sailorville to Red Rock. The walleye are fair through March. Catch walleyes below the dam from Sailorville to below Red Rock. Cast jigs, tip with twister tails, swim baits, or live minnows. Northern pike are fair. And uh, the gills are fair. All right, there you go. There's your uh, fishing report for the week. Brought to you by Sportsman's Warehouse, where you should go get all your fishing stuff. All right. All right, let me, uh, do we need to take another break? Or am I break behind still? Uh, we took two breaks already, right? I need to take a break. All right, this break is brought to you by the fine folks at Herman's Jewelers. Hey, a lot of things coming up. Mother's Day, uh, we already passed Valentine's Day. Uh, Easter, some other stuff. But go down to Herman's, 2900 University in West Des Moines. 222-2600. Go get that something that's going to make somebody extra special this year. Or, hey, you know, I'm buying a boat. I need a trolling motor. I need to pay for my live scope. I got to, you know, I'm going to take some treasure down there and turn it in and get cash so I can go buy my fishing stuff. You can do the same. You get more for your money at Herman's. 
Tell Donnie and Frank I sent you 10,000 diamonds, mountings, and stocks. They do on-site jewelry repair. They'll take great care of you. Herman's Fine Jewelers. They help me every time I go in there. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, that's down to mean only one thing. We'll take the first couple callers at 244-1350. If you want to register to win that Bob's Tools Milwaukee Drill Set, it's our honeydew working for the weekend package, courtesy of Bob's Tools, 244-1350, 244-1350. Just make sure it's one qualifier per household, please, and we will get you squared away. All right, uh, we're going to uh, come back after the break with Dave Larson from Game Hide. He's got some new stuff from Alimatic we need to tell you about. We're going to talk a little turkey hunting. And, uh, hey, not saying that uh, I'm, I don't know if I should say this or not. Maybe I can twist his arm enough where we can maybe give some Alimatic away for trivia today. Huh? You better stay tuned. Better call your friends. Tell your neighbor. <laughs> If you haven't had a limited clothes yet, you're you're. Um, if you don't want to deal with ticks or chiggers or mosquitoes, you got to go to get yourself some limited coffee, man. Coffee pot is dry. Time to hunt some of those eight dollar two hundred five. Great eight dollars. What, Jeff? I have no idea what you're talking about, man. I don't know, buddy. Jeff's going somewhere. He said he. But thanks for enjoying the show, Jeffy. I appreciate that. All right, we got to go. We'll be back here in a few minutes. Keep it here on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. You're the reason I'm still here. Yeah. All righty. Welcome to hour number two of Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hour number two is brought to you by the fine folks at Elite Archery. Have you taken a shootability challenge? I have. I love my Elite. That's why I wear the hat all the time. I'm shooting the uh, Remedy right now, and that is going to thump me some turkeys. I might actually order me another Encore. Jenny, you didn't hear that. So, uh, I don't know. You know, I'm always tinkering with stuff, you know. Got to tinker, tinker. But uh, check out the Ember, check out the Encore, check out the Remedy. There's a lot of great bows in the Elite line that will be perfect for you. And uh, I heard nothing but good things about Elite at the Deer Classic. Speaking of Elite, let's go talk to a guy that, in his own little special way, Mr. Dave Larson from Game High Clothing. How you doing, Davey? Dave? Oh, Dave. Earth to Dave. Did he hang up, Dave? He's th- I think he's there. Dave? Hello, Dave. Yeah, I'm here. Are you there? Are, are you? Did you did you press your pause button? What? <laughs> I don't know what happened. It just it did. Like, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm used to you disappearing, but usually in the woods. <laughs> Shut up, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> How you been? I I had to put up with McCoy for uh, five days. Oh Lord, yeah, you you need a day off. I do. He busted my chops all five days, man. That's, that's awesome. Get out and look uh, look for any sheds. Yeah, we found four or five sheds. Uh, man, I was nice. so. Man, I, we some of that we were in knee high snow and some of it. Man, I'm too old and fat, Dave. I'm telling you, I I was wore out. Yep. Yeah, I get you. Every every year makes it a little harder. Yeah, I would imagine all the snow is definitely gone now. So I'm going to circle back down, and 
we covered most of the both sections of the farm, but uh, yeah, it was a good time. I, I did you did you find any sheds from anybody recognizable? No, not really. We didn't find. I, okay. I got a feeling they're across the fence in the corn. Uh, there's still corn nubs and stuff um, on the other farm. I would imagine where a lot of those sheds are over there. Yeah, I'm always amazed, and I'm sure you know your listeners that go out and look for sheds too. How many times I've you know in running you know running trail cameras out there that it's like I have no idea. Yeah, I, you know, like I've never seen that deer before. Yep. It's, well, it's pretty fun. It just tells you, you know, even with the trail cameras and stuff out there, you you know, unless you were just running a crazy number of them, there's always critters out there we don't even know exist. So. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Remind yeah, we had a know. fun weekend last weekend, too, in, in the western side of the state, on my wife's family farm, and uh, it, the, the snow was less of an issue over there, but it's still, there was still a lot of, uh, a lot of frozen area, you know, with the, you know, where you got ice and and all of that in there, it's going to still going to take a little thawing, I think, to get things uh, ready for turkey hunt. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. I mean, we got some, we we actually got a possibility of snow coming in Monday too. But I, you know, I we still saw several bucks that still had both sides of their antlers on. Did you really? Yeah, we okay. did. Yeah. That's always interesting. Yeah. But, uh, on one really good shed, you know, that that side scored about seventy three or so. Um, so he, hopefully he put some inches on this year, but, uh, there was a, a couple of them I was looking for, but it's, uh, you know, those, those deer have some pretty good ranges during the rut and you get pictures of them during, who knows where their little home turf is. Oh yeah. They could be two miles down the road. You never know. Correct. Yeah. Yep. You, just, you just never know. So turkey yeah, season. Did, huh? Yeah. I was going to say, did you, did you see any turkeys? Did we didn't we, see. We certainly saw we, them flocked up yet. Yeah, we we I'm sure they were on the other property. We didn't see any birds at all. Yeah, I saw one one group of nine longbeards all together, and my wife uh, just hanging out in our little hunting shack down there saw 36 in one group. Not not longbeards, but just 36 turkeys in one group, and it's like wow, they are still flocked up. Yeah, but, I think uh, I think Larry and Philip are going to go to Nebraska on the 25th, and then um, I'll be down in Kansas or first part of April. So. It's not that far away. I can't wait. I got all my stuff ready to go. I just got to throw it in a truck and head head uh, west. So it can't get here yeah. fast enough in my for me. It, it can't. And I I was out, you know, doing a little coyote squealing in the early mornings there, and I heard gobbles. You know, every morning, three mornings in a row, I heard heard a number of gobbles out there. So the birds are starting to get fired up. Yeah, they're they're doing their thing already. That's for sure. Hey, let's talk about ticks. Uh, you guys got some new stuff out for Unlimited. And I, I, over the years, I've heard from more ladies that love to go hunting, fishing, mushroom hunting, gardening. Um, you know, why do we have to just get man sizes? And you guys kind of took care of that this year. We did. Yep. Great, great new uh, full zip. Um, basically, it's a full zip hoodie, but it can be worn as a jacket. And then a really nice pair of five pocket pants to go with that. And we did them in both uh, solid colors yep. and in camouflage. So. You know, if you're if they're out and about and don't want to be running around in camo, if they're out walking the dog or, you know, hiking or doing whatever, we've got uh, some of the solid colors in there for them too. Yeah, Edwin, you got to come and pick that work sharp sharpener up at the station, buddy. Yeah, we can't mail that out. Can't they won't mail for because of COVID. We we do a thing every week. We it's called we got mail, Dave. And mm-hmm. if, if I read a listener's question or comment on the air, they get a brand new electric work sharp sharpener, like a hundred bucks. 
So that's awesome. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal. And then if I run out of that, we throw some other stuff in there. But Edwin, you got to come up here to Des Moines, bud. Uh, Andrew can give you the address if you call the number again two four four thirteen fifty five one five two four four thirteen fifty. But uh, it, and if it's over thirty days, if you've done that, I'll call and make sure you still get it. Okay, Edwin. So. So hey Dave, Boy, I, we uh, had that's we, worth a road trip every time. Well, absolutely. Uh, we uh, we had tons of response. Larry and I did. We were at the Sportsman's Warehouse booth all three days at the Deer Classic, and man, people are fired up about Olympic. They we had a lot of people ask us if it really did work, and we had people saying they couldn't believe how well it worked, and it was nice just to hear the response, buddy. It is, and we we get so much of that, you know, and even you know from people that are making a living outdoors. You know that even outside the the hunting and fishing realm, if the you know the guys that are working the uh, the power lines and all of that um, stuff, where they're in it every day, and these guys will not go out, you know, working without it. So it's uh, it's been really tested, and uh, it just plain works. And what what I love about it, Dan, is there's nothing that there's nothing to do with it. You just put it on. There's no odor to it. There's no sprays. There's no mess at all. You can throw it in your wash and and uh, wash it with your, your favorite uh, uh, hunting, uh, hunting detergents, you know, the no-scent no detergents or whatnot, and uh, really works uh, well across the board on that. Yeah. So I, I, hate, I hate to tell you this, but we're actually going to give a set of lemon tick away on the show today. Perfect. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I figured you'd let's, say that. Let's, let's do a, we can even do a recreational bundle if you want to do that. Is that what we can do? Sure. Okay, well, we're going to make this the trivia question. So, um, Edwin, call the show, buddy. Uh, I don't, I don't really have a way to message you right now. Okay, call, just call, and Andrew will will uh, give you the address. Um, I don't bite that hard. What? <laughs> I worry about him, Dave. So, what's a rec- <laughs> what's a recreational bundle? Is that like the cover that's, up? That's the, the that's our cover up. Yep, our cover up. Um, it's a full, like a full zip. Uh, real lightweight jacket and a cover up pants and, and a pair of socks in there. Okay. Let me take socks in there. And it's, um, you know, a number of bundles stand on the, at the game com website there that are on sale now. So if folks are uh, curious to see what else is in them, just have them jump on game com and they can, they can see all the, all the variation variations of, uh, bundles in there. You just, you get a much better deal that way. Cause you're, we're, we're putting some freebies in there. Okay. Well, I think what we're going to do is we're going to make this part. We're going to just do like one trivia thing today. Um, and I, I, you know, I, I was going to say how many turkeys have I taken with my bow, but I've, I've talked about that so many times. I think everybody knows that. So, well, one just isn't a great answer. What? I said in one just isn't a great number. Yeah. It's a little more than one. Right? Thank you. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be arrogant. I just, I'm, I'm, I just, it's uh, the reason I tell everybody that I've taken 86 turkeys with my bow is that the fact that if I can do it, anybody can do it. I'm trying to be an example here. Uh, if I, if I Dan outdoors, Dan can call in 86 turkeys and get them with their bow. You can do it too out there because I'm, I'm one of the worst callers in the world. And, and Dan, yeah. I, and I honestly have no idea what the answer on this, but how many, how many States have you taken a turkey in? Uh, man, let's see. Yeah, we had that. In a, uh, was it five or six? Missouri. Six. Was it six? It was Missouri, Illinois, Kansas, Iowa, Colorado, Nebraska, and Wyoming. Six. Nice. 
Yeah. Really nice. Yeah. I think that's always fun. I'm, I'm kind of one that, you know, loves to explore different, different, different parts of the country and, you know, like <laughs> use hunting as an excuse to go do that. So that's pretty cool. You've got, yeah. you've got turkeys in a whole bunch of states like that. Yeah. Jim Holloway, it's 86. You don't win. Just gave you the answer, knucklehead. <laughs> You need to come up with a new one. Yeah. You can't blame Jim for trying. Yeah, that's a good try, Jim. So that's a good try. I'm gonna here's my here's the trivia question. Uh and when you hear the trivia music, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you time to formulate your answers because we're not gonna do it right now. But the trivia question to win the game hide package, the Olympic package, is gonna be what is the farthest dis farthest shut up, Andrew. What is the farthest distance? I have shot a turkey with my bow. So that's Great Google question. proof. Google proof. See, I tried to yeah. do I tried to do Google proof stuff, Dave. Makes sense. It yep. eliminates some of, these, some of these guys are pretty quick on the phone. Well, so. yeah. You know? So that's going to be they're the trivia. They're much tri- quicker than us old timers. Huh? So they're much quicker than us old timers. Well, yeah. I'm telling you. It's it's So hey, we gave away a lot of the cards and stuff on at the at the booth and not not everybody stopped by to the field of material and stuff, but the Olympic stuff is very comfortable to the touch. I mean, it's 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 nothing that's going to irritate you while you're out there doing your outdoor stuff. It's not, man. And it's you know, I have I have in fact I've got a brother that's one of them. I've had a few pieces or people that have come to me and that have had a little bit of a, uh, a skin irritation, and I don't know if it's a fabric or what, but. Like my brother Walt, who Dan you've you've met before, you know wears it religiously, but he always wears a base layer T-shirt underneath the shirt. Yeah, I've been wearing. I've been wearing. I've been. Yeah, I've been wearing a Limitic now for six, seven years. I wear. I wear them. I don't go in the woods without a Limitic on, and I've never had an issue. Yeah, me either. Yeah, and I like I said, I've literally like three people ever have come back and said they they had a rash, but it's so just so people are are aware, it's got a. You know, if they if they buy a set of it, they'll see an EPA tag on it. Mm-hmm. So it's all been tested and licensed through the EPA as safe all the way down to babies, infants. All is a very safe product, which I think is very important myself. Yep. Um, and it's it's just so darn effective. And it, what a lot of people, you know, I get that question all the time is, well, what is it? And it was really a, a compound that people discovered in a, a chrysanthemum plant, a flower, you know, or an African yeah. violet, yep, yeah, a flower, yeah, and it affects the tick's nervous system. And this is just a man-made version of that. They yeah. tried, they figured out what it was, and and uh, it's fused permanently to the fibers of the f- uh, fabric, so it lasts the life of the garment. It's uh, it's really a pretty awesome technology, and uh, uh, for us hunters, what I love it just plain works, and it works on chiggers, ticks, uh, just about all the biting insects. Yeah, and it's you know, listen, if you pond fish. And, you know, you walk around the pond and you're in weeds and stuff by chiggers or mosquitoes. Anywhere that you're covered up, if you wear the socks, the pants, or the bibs and the shirt, you're not going to get bit in those areas. And I'm telling you what, Lyme, we don't, nobody wants to get bit by ticks anymore. Lyme disease is all over the place. And it's silly. I don't even use bug spray except on my hat and my camera bags. That's all. And that's uh, the lethal uh, bug and tick spray. And the reason I do that is I'm protected with my Olympic stuff, but Dave hasn't made Olympic camera bags or backpacks yet. So, um, you know, that way I'm not bringing stuff back into the truck. And if you do that, then you got a chance of bringing it inside the house. I, you know, that's, I, it's a system for me, Dave. I, I want to make sure I leave all that stuff in the outdoors. Yep. 
Yep, that's a great call. And, you know, if you're, depending on what kind of rig you drive, you drive a pickup, throw that. If you're using crown blinds, throw them in the back of the pickup because you're right, those little ticks can, can hitchhike onto that and get into the inside of your vehicle. Or if you throw it back, you know, when you get home and you throw it in the basement, you, I'd, I'd leave it sit outside for a little bit. And, you know, the, the ticks are obviously looking for hosts on there. So right. if you have that stuff and leave it out for a little bit, they're going to get off of it and try to find someplace else to you know, more productive to find hosts on it. But yeah, Jim Holloway said he bought some last year and he didn't have one tick. There you go, Jim. Uh, See, Larry, Larry McCoy, when Larry first, I introduced you to Larry, you know, cause I think I, I, I think I was using it first, using it if I remember right. And then we I got, that's right. and then we got Larry on Larry and Ryan went to Nebraska and, uh, they were out at Corey Peterson's place and, um, they went out and hung stands and stuff. And then they had a limitic on and there was like two or three other guys that were out there doing it and they were just covered up with ticks, but Larry and Ryan didn't have any. And Larry right then and there was a firm believer in the product. So, yeah, yeah, that's a pretty common story. But, and the other thing, Dan, you know, and like I'm sitting here in Minnesota and it's going to be a gorgeous, you know, gorgeous spring day here coming in. Um, but it does not take a lot of, a lot of warmth, uh, warm days to get those ticks back out. So oh. people may think, ah, it's still too cold or whatever. Those things will come out quickly. So, um, you know, be aware of that if you're out hunting sheds or, or, um, you know, starting to work on, you know, throwing up your tricky blinds or whatever you're doing out outdoors there, you should get yourself protected. Oh, I already had people told me they had ticks on them already when they were a shed. Yeah. And let, it was sixties in the, it was in the sixties here and people were finding them on them. So yeah, they're already out. Yep. It does not take much. It's crazy. That little insect is a one tough little beast and, uh, can survive super cold winters. And, uh, like I said, it just takes a little bit of the sunshine and it gets them back out. So, yeah. Christopher wants to know if you have that in kid sizes. Absolutely. Well, we, we carry them down to, to adult smalls. Yeah. And, but, uh, like a lady small would be fine for kids. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. Yep. And don't, yeah. The lady stuff, uh, it, in a heartbeat, they can wear that at the, it isn't like the kid's going to be wearing some weird, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they won't know the difference. And it, and it's all real tree or mossy oak. I mean, it's not pink or anything. Yep. Nope. Yep. Nope. And the solid colors, and like in the ladies, the, the, exactly. It, it's, in, it's in real tree edge yep. camouflage uh, patterns. We also carry a bunch of different products in the uh, mossy oak obsession. Yep. Um, and then we've got some loadings and grays and tans in the, in the solid items on there. So, yeah, good point. Yep. All right. Hey, good morning, Dan, up there in Alaska. Good to see you. All right, let me take a real quick break. We'll be right back with Dave Larson and the rest of the show right here on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 and uh, the live stream on Facebook is brought to you by the fine folks at Imperial RV Centers. Thanks to Denise and Zach for doing that. And my guest is Dave Larson from Game Hide. Uh, Dave, we've got a gentleman on here that's got a size 15 shoe. You got socks and stuff to fit him? You know, our extra large socks will go, you know, they, they, they say they go to 14s. Now, I've never tried. I've, I've, I've got a size 13 foot and it, uh, plenty of room in there, but... Um, I guess I'm not positive. He'd have to try him. Rick, he says you're going to have to try him. He's got a size 13 foot. Boy, what's with you Sasquatch people, man? <laughs> huh? Huh? I'm telling you. Uh, try him. Try the extra large, Rick, and see if it works for you. Hopefully it will. You're and, welcome, Edwin. And, 
Yeah, and, and Dan, yeah. having we make two different socks on there. That there's a TLK, which is our boot sock. Yep, have them do that one. Do the boot sock, yeah. Rick. Try the boot yep. sock. Yeah, that one's got a little more stretch in it. You need a squatch edition of Game High clothes. We do. Yes. You yeah. Get, yeah. Game High. We're a little squatchy in the woods. <laughs> I think we better work on that tagline. Yeah. You know what? I give you million dollar ideas every year, and you snub me. You could be, I, you know, I should have been, I should have been hired seven, eight years ago at a hundred thousand a year. And, and I don't know what your problem is because we all made money. We might've paid for you by now. Oh, you would have paid for me the first three months. What are you talking about, man? Yep. You have had some great ideas. I have have great ideas. Other than your best ideas. I couldn't hear you. you. Andrew was playing. What? Yeah, you heard me. I didn't hear you. What? You didn't. I said, other than your vest idea, that McCoy and I will have a field day with that. You know for what? Years, so. That vest idea is a million dollar idea. You and Larry did that just, have an antenna. You, I, I can't did, remember I did, if you had an antenna on that thing. I did not say anything about it on there. I, <laughs> I, I, said, the bi- I said bino harnesses. I said a deer drag on the back. I said extra V pockets so you could channel in your hands. Uh, I and I don't know what I think I had like a cell phone side slash pocket, and you know you and McCoy are just jealous because the, you didn't think like about them first. I think you had a jetpack on the back sir. of the thing, and you know anyway we're uh, we sim- we've simplified it, but we're working on one for you. Yeah, well we need a vest. I mean who do, I mean everybody I know wears a vest. So yep, it's a great way to layer. It's it you know it, you know you don't want to wear a full coat. You wear a nice comfortable vest and you, you keep warm you're still able to draw your bow back and um, every bow hunter i know likes vests davy yep i agree i yeah. wear them all the time thank you paula paula says she's enjoying the show next year Good. 2022 game high will announce the sasquatch line <laughs> we're a little no promises at game high we're a little squatchy it's all we do and on a serious note along that line, Do what? for our listener, well, no, on a serious note along that line, we we have a very good retail partner of ours um, called BigCamo.com. Yeah. If people go there, and we make product for them uh, up through 7X. Really? Yep. BigCamo.com. So, I never knew that. Yep. Yep. So if folks are, uh, if we've got some... Some uh, some folks needing some larger sizes, and that that company specializes in I think the smallest X. Wow! But they they carry product all the way down, and I think they might even have uh, some items not game height items, so some items all the way up to eight X. But we've got stuff uh, that we work with them uh, five and six X's for them. I'm gonna start shopping there, and I can order smalls. You could, yeah, make You'd me make feel better. Feel good, wouldn't it? Yeah, make yeah. me feel really good. Hey, honey, I'm in a yep. small. <laughs> Absolutely, it's only three X, but it's a small. But hey, there's there's a lot of you know there's folks of all different sizes out there, and it's it's a great little niche for Joe and the and the group down there, and um, really good guys, and uh, I think they've they really do a good job of servicing that audience that needs you know particularly big sizes and and tall sizes. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm running out of time, so uh, I will uh, I will try to get uh, I will email you. Uh, the winner of the uh, Game Hide uh, pack today, okay? Great. Yep, and we'll get that out for him. If you get that to me today, I'll get it out for him on Monday. You know, mailing it out of um, Minnesota here on Monday, and uh, 
hopefully they, they will enjoy it as much as you and I do and, and be able to get into the spring uh, turkey season here, Tech Creek. Yeah, so if they want to learn more about Game High Clothing or the Deer Camp, I don't have my I got my DSD jack hoodie on today. I don't have my Deer Camp one, but I I be, I got a lot of compliments off that Deer Camp stuff at the Deer Classic. Awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. folks can jump online at uh, deercampclothing.com or gamehigh.com and and uh, check out all the all the different stuff and of course they can, you know, run down you and I know one of your your partners there, Sportsman's Warehouse, uh, they can run down to Sportsman's Warehouse and uh, see, see the Olympic stuff in that store as well. Yeah, or they can go to GameHigh.com. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yep, and we've got the full array and all that. Everything's in stock, and I would encourage people to order early this year. You know, with more and more people getting outside, uh, uh, oh. be, the, be the early worm to make sure you get the sizes and stuff you want. Yeah, and how come I asked you for hats, and you said you didn't have any hats, but there's hats for sale on the website there, Larson. Hey, bud, you wanted a black hat. Well, that's true. I did. Okay, never mind. Okay. I, apo- <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. Yes, I have I have regular hats for you. That's what I was going to send you, but then when you told me it had to be all black. Well, like, I'm just, you know. It, but it, I don't have that. Yeah, they just, the brown or the black disappears in the ground blind. I'm just trying to be stealthy. It does. Well, this, this is brown in the front. It's just got some lighter colored mesh in the back, so it wouldn't be ideal. But, you know, folks are going out and, you know, how it is are cool in the early turkey mornings. Our skull caps, it doesn't matter what color they buy, are black fleece on the inside. Yeah. If you flip that inside out, it works awesome as a ground blind ad. Yeah, and they're pretty comfortable. I like my game. They home. are. I, I yep. like that. All right. Yep, perfect. Thank, thank you, Mr. Larson. You bet. Let's Thanks, get Dan. Let's get have to have work. Have a great weekend, and, yep, everybody let's, be safe out there, and uh, hopefully guys uh, send some pictures of some giant sheds people are finding. Yeah, let's get to work on that vest. We will. Yep. It's already, <laughs> it's already prototypes are being worked on. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of, it's just kind of funny, folks, but it's just kind of funny how I went from number one to number two. Now I'm down to three because it's now it's Larry and Philip and me. I don't understand this rotation and, 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 uh, importance. You know, as they say, it's all about results. Dan. <laughs> You're fired. I, I know I can't say that. You're a sponsor. I just, I just stacked up the deer you, you guys that's shot me, last that's me. year, and I looked me. to see who who was king of the hill. And well, Larry, kick, Larry kicked. Yeah, Larry kicked butt on deer. But see, we got yeah. a side bet going on turkey decaps this spring, and the loser is going to have to wear pink camouflage on the show next year. Oh, man, and I have the pink camo now. I'm going to have to make some special sizing, though, aren't I? Yeah, somebody was trying to get us to do a tra- uh, a tramp stamp, and I said, I'm not getting no tattoo. Uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I, that's too permanent. Yeah, that's yeah. I but I you know, I, I it ain't going to hurt my feelings to see Philip or uh, Larry or Ryan wearing a, a camo, uh, some pink camo on the show. No, no, I think that's an awesome deal. Larry Great goes, idea, yeah, you, you keep talking. I said, Larry, I don't have to beat you. I just got to beat Paul, you or Paul, Ryan, or Philip. Yep, absolutely. And we, we sell a fair amount of that pink camel. You know, it's legal in a number of states, including here in Minnesota, you know, instead of the folks that don't want to wear blaze, blaze orange and the gals out there that are, we get quite a few of them, you know, walking dogs or doing other activities that want to be seen out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll look good. Yeah, it'll look good on you, Dan. No, well, you know, as soon as I as soon as I said something about a bet, it's kind of funny how Philip and Larry both decided to go to Nebraska where they can shoot three birds. Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah, you can only count two birds per state. Larry goes, well, you can go to you can go to. I go, I can't go to Corey's. You and Philip got that sewed up. That's not fair. You know, 
I think that's legit. Two uh, birds per state. You got to put a little limitation. On well, it. I I think that's fair, but apparently they don't. See, mm. yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know if Philip knows about. Yeah, I don't even know if Philip knows about the bet yet. So, oh, he's gonna now. I'm gonna make sure they're aware of it. <laughs> All right, well, David boy. I, no matter I, no matter who loses, I win on this. Oh, game. I I'm sure you do. <laughs> All right, buddy. I'll see you later. Thanks for everything. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. All right, thanks, Davey. There he goes, Dave Larson. Good, good fella right there. We'll be right back on Outdoors with Outdoors Dan. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Wait, oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Bozeman. Wait, wait, hey, 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 Mr. Bozeman. You've got mail. You've got mail. You've got mail. I need all of you. To stop what you're doing and listen. You've got mail. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail when it comes along. Little jazz hands action there. All right. We got mail. Today's mail is from Sam Jennings of Des Moines. Sam wants to know, what is your favorite decoy? Bring on the turkeys. Thank you. Jeff, I'm, I'm with you, man. <laughs> cookies. <laughs> Christopher says cookies is the official barbecue sauce of the Erickson house. Gotta love it, man. They're saucy. Uh, Sam, my favorite decoy is probably, well, it's a DSD because I got the shirt on. Dave Smith decoys. I mean, I love, I love Postman has arrived. What? What? Oh, oh, the postman. Okay. Get mail. with the program, Dan. God, I'm sorry, Dennis. You're on, on it, man. man. I'm not, man. Ding, 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 ding. All right. You got come me, Dan. That, that was, come on, man. That was good. Uh, Sam, my favorite way is probably, um, man, that's tough. Um, I would say my posturing Jake from Dave Smith decoys. That's my favorite. I love that attitude that Jake has. It's almost in a strut. It's semi, it's a, uh, it's like three quarter strut. It's posturing. And the Toms just can't have, handle it. They they just go. They just can't handle it, man. And then I go. Turkey. It's what's for dinner. It all works out. That was that's uh, Sam. There you go. That's my favorite decoy. I'm sticking to it. My posturing Jake from Dave Smith decoys. Sammy, you got yourself a work sharp sharpener. Come out to the station and get it. We'll be talking to you. Thank you, Sam. That just go to my website outdoorsdan.com and look on the very page. There's a little cartoon mailbox that's my email. You can also go where it says contact, you can do either or, but just send me a one one question per household, please. Or, you know, hey, love the show, whatever. If you say I, I hate the show, chances are you're not going to get on the air. Okay, should I, should I be that way, Dan? My <laughs> guess is no, Dave, you're wrong. My, yeah, Dave. Dave's trying stuff. That's wrong, man. Oh, come on. Yeah, that's man. wrong. Come on, come on, Dave. Come on, Dave. Anyway, Sam, no, come thank, Sam, thank you. So, anyway. Uh, Respect the Game TV. We are on Mondays on the Sportsman's Channel at 5 o'clock Eastern, Tuesdays at 9.30 Eastern, Wednesdays, 12.30 a.m. Eastern, Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, new shows starting. Uh, we did six new ones, and then they're rerunning them. And now we got new ones coming out. So hopefully, I'll be back on the show. You know, they can't stand it because you know they don't like it because I make them look bad. See, there you go. It's all about jealousy. I'm telling you, they're they just they can't handle it. You know, squirrel. Yep, I'm telling you. I thought they loved me. 
I did. All right, it's 840 and some change. Tell you what we're going to do. Let me take one more. We got two breaks left. Well, we got one plus the 57. So we got one long one. Let me go take this real long one, okay, which is three or four minutes. And we come back. I'm going to do trivia to 57. That way we got plenty of time to make sure somebody gets that Olympic stuff. All right. I'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. That sound can mean only one thing. The most anticipated underrated trivia challenge is on deck. The Outdoors Dan Trivia Challenge. If you want to call, if you have one in the last uh, 30 days, 244-1350, 244-1350. And we're going to try and get through as many as we can on this. It's one big package. It's an Olympic pack. Thanks to Dave Larson from GameHide for doing this for me. So trivia today is brought to you by the fine folks at American, American, Advanced Family, he's American, Advanced Family Dentistry, Dr. TJ, Dr. Uh, Dr. Stewart, Dr. Brandt, and of course the one, the only, Dr. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Scott Yegi. That's my dentist. He could be your dentist too. They all four do great work. They're great with customers uh, or patients. They can do excellent care for cleanings, cavities, root canals. They can do Invisalign, give you the smile you always wanted. They can do white. You name it, they can do it. They are your one-stop dental shop. They've been voted, uh, again, best dentist in Ankeny for I don't know how many times. They're over there at 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny, Iowa. You can call them at 964-1490 or go check them out anytime at AnkeniSmiles.com. Dr. Scott, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Yegi. He's a Jedi dentist. If you got any fears, he'll take care of it with his little Jedi magic. And just remember, when they when you leave, they should be saying, may the floss be with you. May the floss be with you. No no Obi-Wan today? You didn't do it, huh? Okay, no, that's all right. No, you missed your chance, Obi-Wan. You missed your chance, you senile Jedi. All right, let's go to the phones. Steve is up first. Steve, good morning, Steve. How you doing? Okie dokie. All right, Steve, you want to try for this Olympic package? What is it? <laughs> Have you been listening to the show, Steve? Yeah, well, I, I just took a shower and just got out of the shower. Uh-huh. You so. just, you've, come on, Steve, be honest. You just I, got up. I was at, you at just 7 got o'clock. Up. Huh? Well, I wasn't. I was up at 7 o'clock listening. Uh-huh. Okay. I We're giving away an Olympic package today. Okay. So that's to keep the bugs and the, the mosquitoes and ticks and everything off of you. Okay. Okay. I'll t- All right. I'll well, try for that, by golly. All right. What's the farthest distance I have ever shot a turkey with with my bow? Uh, multiple choice? Nope. It, no, this is a couple hundred dollar package, so uh, you're going to have to earn it. Um, 70 yards. It's not 70 yards, Steve, but I appreciate you listening and trying. Thank you very much, sir. There goes Steve. So 70 yards is off this number that let's go see what, uh, Mark is up to this morning. Is that Mark or Marty? Mark. Good morning, Mark. Hello. Hi, Hello. Hello. Hi, Ben. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing pretty good. All right, Mark. What's the farthest? I'm going to say 75 feet. That'd be 25 yards. Correct answer, Mark, but I appreciate you trying. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, thanks. All right, 244 1350. 244 1350. 244 1350. So 70 and 25 yards are off. That Just remember that. 70, 70 and 25 are not right. 
What's the farthest? Di- now, anybody that knows me knows I'm not going to take a 70-yard shot on a turkey. So that's a good guess, Steve. Good guess. But I, that'd be hard for me to do on an elk, man. I mean, I, I that's that's a lot to go wrong at 70 yards with a bow. So, <sighs> now moose, I would shoot a moose at 70 yards with my bow. But you got this, you got the kill zone of a basketball. I mean, it's huge, probably bigger than a basketball, actually. <laughs> Kent, shut up, Kent. Oh, Kent's giving me trouble on. Uh, you cannot guess on Facebook, guys. Don't do that because that's cheating. Can't do it. You got to call the show. 244-1350. Yep. All right. Let's see. Let's go to the phones. Chris is up first. We're going to go try Chris. Chris, the official cookies barbecue sauce family. Right, Chris? Absolutely. All right, Chris. What's the farthest shot I've ever shot a turkey and got and got it in, in my life with a bow? Dan, I'm going to guess 53 yards. That's a great guess, but it's not right. Oh, man. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate the chance, buddy. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Stay saucy, man. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, buddy. All right. Let's go see what Tony is up to today. Oh, Tony. What's up, Tony? Tony? Yeah. What do you think? What's up, Tony? What do you think? 33 yards. Did you say 33? Yeah. It's not 33, Tony, but good try. Okay. Thanks, Tony. All right, 244-1350, 244-1350. I got to make this easy. This is for a big deal, man. This is going to get you a hoodie, uh, some pants, a socks. Uh, uh, I mean, that's, that's a, a limitic, a limitic, a limitic, man. It's good stuff. Yeah. You know, what's what's your, what's keeping protected worth? I mean, that's a big deal. So, But good guesses. So 25's gone, 70's gone, 33's gone, 20. Uh, what was the other one? One, two, three. I think we've had, what was that? I, I don't remember the other one. Uh, it's, so 25 is not right. 70, 33 is not right. All right. I'm just waiting on Andrew. I'm just waiting on Andrew. We still got five minutes. Hopefully somebody gets it here. Mm-hmm. We need another phone line. Poor Andrew's over there getting riders cramp. <laughs> We need, we need like a screen, but he's right here. I mean, he can, he's going to tell me. All right, Andrew, who we got? Let's who's first. Okay. Let's go see hi to Victor. Victor whiskey tango, Robert. Victor. Good morning. Do you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Okay. I said, hello, whiskey tango, Robert. <laughs> Victor, I'm playing with you here, man. Hey, so hey, what's the farthest I've ever shot a turkey with my bow? Twenty. I'll go with twenty-five's not right. Seventy's not right. Thirty-three's not right. I go twenty-five yards. Well, I, already, I just told you twenty-five's not right. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, thirty-five yards. Thirty-five yards is a great guess, but it's not right, Victor. All right, have a great day. Thank, thank you. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you calling. All right, let's go say hi to who's next? Uh, Jeff. Let's go say hi to Jeff real quick. Hi, Jeff. Jeff. Good morning. What do you think, Jeff? I'm going to try 43. What was that? 43. Who is this? This is Jeff. Jeff who? Jeff Balloon. Who? Balloon. Spell that. F I L L 
O-O-N. You're you're exactly right. It's 43 yards. Congratulations, Jeffy. Thank you very much. I really thought I was going to get at least a a couple more, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. (laughs) I've been listening for a lot of years. Yeah, Yeah, that was a long (laughs) shot, man, but I smoked him. That that is far. Hey, congratulations. We'll call you back after the show, so make sure we get a hold of you and get your sizes and everything, okay? You betcha. Thank you, Jeff. You bet. Thank you. All right. That was great, man. That was all those guesses were good. 25 was reasonable. 33 was reasonable. 70 yards. That Steve's giving me a lot of credit there. <laughs> I mean, say. thank you, Steve. I appreciate that. And I mean that that's giving me a lot of credit right there. But yeah, 43, man. I, and that's when I was shooting a fixed hit that <laughs> that's what I wrote down and then said 53. Chris, you should have said 43. You Go with your gut, man. You you would have won, man. So that and I was shooting a fixed head broadhead with that. I wasn't shooting a decap. Decap. I now last year I got one at twenty. Um, I, I and you'll see this on the TV show. I I shot at ten yards, and I I don't know what I did, but I hit the bird. I hit him in the wing instead of the head. I hit him in the wing, and that bird it thumped that Tom. He didn't know what happened. He just kind of shook it off, and he came back in. And then he started walking away from me, and I said, well, i got to shoot him again. So I knocked another narrow up, and at 20 yards, I got him right in the head. So, But, uh, man, I tell you, that's crazy. Wife will never let me live that one down. I'm sorry, Chris. I, I understand. My, my wife, I have an amazing wife. She's an excellent cook. She's a wonderful, warm human being. She loves my dog, her dog. It's her dog. It's not her my, dog. Let's it's be her honest. dog. Yeah. Jenny, I know how it is to have a warm and loving wife. Good Jeff. Good morning, Dan. I tried calling twenty times. Jeff, I'm I've been begging him to get a third line. I, I'm hoping we'll get a third line some make it easier on everybody. But thank you, everybody. Ah, uh, all right. Eight fifty five and some change, man. That's awesome. That was awesome. It was. Yeah, great guess. Hey, uh, Jones Brothers Taxidermy in Mitchellville, Iowa. If you need somebody to help you out with a turkey mount, a bear. If you're going uh, spring bear hunting, if you uh, you got a deer you want to get memorized, memorialized or whatever, uh, Jones Brothers Taxidermy, 249-4362, 249-4362, attempts. <laughs> yeah, keep going, Jim. It's all right. It's all right. I don't know. So I don't know what I'm going to be able to use next time for trivia. Yeah. I'm running out of questions. I mean, Google-proof questions. Yeah, it's got to be gaggle-proof. Gaggle-proof. Right? Gaggle-proof. I don't say Google. I say gaggle. Gaggle. Yeah. Them social media people. Uh, oh, hey, we're still doing that respect the game contest. I'm, I'm, we need about another 300 people to subscribe. Once we get that, I'm going to give that big haunt away. So go to respect the game TV on, on YouTube and then look under videos under respect the game TV and look for me. And I'll tell you how but we're giving away a $6,500 hunt to Wyoming and Montana, and you get a brand new $1,000. I mean, that's worth it, man. Come on. There you go. The show went by so quick today. I want to thank my guest, Mr. Dave Larson. I want to thank all of you. I want to thank everybody that watched us on Facebook Live. And uh, over there, I guess I'll make sure he's unfired before I leave. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you guys got something going on, uh, we're going to be talking predator hunting here in a couple of weeks. I got some predator hunting stuff lined up and, Next week, we're going to debut Gun Talk with Dave over there at GLM Guns. I'm looking forward to that. Don't forget the uh, Isaac Walton League swap meets going on right now 
over there at Waterworks Park at the Isaac Wantley Clubhouse. Go check that out. They got great stuff today and tomorrow. And uh, I heard uh, there's a rumor they got ammo for sale. You might want to head over there if you need some ammo. So if you need to get a hold of me, just go to OutdoorsDan.com or hit me up here on Facebook. Other than that, have a great weekend, everybody. God bless you. And remember, we're all in it together. Be good to one another. Till next week. Goodbye.